Daddy Money, Ricky Rouse. Hello, hello. Hello, good morning. Hello, everybody. We know it's been a while since you've seen the Pop and Larry podcast NFL show since you've heard us. So, <clears throat> been a good winter, long summer, but here we are. Football is back, baby. And boy, do we have some a few games we would like to discuss with you. Um, Sunday was fantastic. What a week one. Uh, actually, starting Thursday. Um, Larry, you want to talk a little bit about that Thursday game? Yeah, man, that was a, that was a, actually, and uh, that was a great game against the Rams and the um, the uh, the Rams and the Bills. It, it started off like it was actually it was going to be a shootout, and then they seen you know the Bills kicked it in the gear, man, and that defense woke up and and it was lights out, man. They gave Matthew Stafford everything that he could handle. They, I mean, everything in the book. But one thing I give, uh, I will give, is that Cooper Cup catch in that end zone, man, right in the corner, man. That toe, uh, that toe tap was awesome. Well, what I take away from the Thursday night game is the Rams are no longer the king. You might be defending champs, but the Bulls are ready to take the reins. Let's start with Josh Allen. Uh, he's the, he's doing it all. He's he's the leading rusher, leading passer. Um, that that angry run that he did, and he actually won that this week from Kyle Brand on Good Morning Football. Oh, yo, and with the stiff arm. Runner. That stiff arm that he put in the <laughs> air hole and knocked that defender down, what a beast. And yes, uh, they were just kicking on all cylinders. My main concern is, guys, if you had Allen Robinson, you got to be disappointed. So we've been looking at this star receiver come over there. Um, he's going to be the replacement for Roger Woods, and we just think it's going to be an awesome connection. Lo and behold, no matter how many people around Cooper Cup, no matter how many times Allen Robinson is running wide open on a route, Matthew Stafford can't see nothing but his buddy and his first love, Cooper Cup. Yes, sir. He was literally targeted 15 times, man. If His 15 times versus like, uh, like Allen Robinson, two catches. Uh, uh, and two targeted and one catch. That's all he was targeted. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. So they got to open that up. And another big one, Cam Akers. So this guy has worked his behind off to come off for ACL injury to get ready to play, and um, he get no yards, no yards. No, all he had was three attempts, and that was it. And they just uh, it was up. literally the Daryl Henderson show. And Von Miller was out there waving and feeling good. I mean, Von Miller, Von Miller got it made. He oh, yeah, man. Defending champs, and he's probably going to the new champs. <laughs> I got to give it to him, man. I didn't uh, I, I didn't see it at first. I didn't see, you know, uh, and like the makeup, what he was going to do and for the team. But he really brought the energy. And, hey, I will say he still got something left in the tank. I will say that. Okay, so let's talk about week one surprises specifically on Sunday, moving on from the Thursday to the Sunday games. Um, Daniel Jones beating Randy uh, Ryan Tannehill. I know it's a team sport guys. So the New York Giants beating the Titans, man, I'll tell you what, it, it, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Somebody in New York deserved that win. Cause the Jets uh, may be a while. Yeah. Um, and with the Jets, man, they still got a 
Unfortunately, man, if I was to go with anybody, man, if we starting over brand new, I got to go with the young guys, man. I love Joe Franco. I love what he done for the NFL. But at this time, man, I, I feel like he should be more of a coach, a coach and teaching the players versus playing. Yeah, because he's a statue. He's just a mobile statue right there to get hit. They don't have the best um, O-line in the world. So I hope Asaba, I mean, he seems to be a young coach, but he seems to be very stubborn. He really need to put Mike White in there until Zach Wilson can get back because I believe he's going to electrify the offense and the defense. And so speaking of that, man, how happy can you be about Saquon Barkley, man? Yeah, man, just to see him and get back on the field and doing what he was doing, man. Uh, I know he had a setback for the past in, in two years, and but to see him go out there and finally have a great game with no setbacks, knock on wood, I was proud of him, man. Yeah, so we're going to go into the next one. One of our beloved head coaches, we kind of disappointed in him. His name is Lovey Smith. Lovey, this is like your third head coaching stand now. So nobody gave you a chance to be the Matt Ryan and the Indianapolis Colts. They are going to be something in the AFC South. You got them up 17 points in the second half, and it ends up in a tie? Who in the NFL wants a tie? Oh, no, man. But uh, one thing I will say, I don't like the fact of how they went, They started running the ball, man. They couldn't get the run game going. And so all they kept doing really was passing. And so if you can't really, you know, establish the run game to try to eat up that clock, man, that's going to be hard to do. And then, uh, like, even though they still uh, – uh, the coach guy and Ryan, like, as their quarterback, he's still in leap. So, man, man, you got to – they got to get that run game going. Yeah, I, I, I just can't – I just can't get over the coach uh, always wanting these uh, – has been quarterbacks. Man, go out there and get you a young quarterback that can grow with these young players and stop getting these uh, Phillip Rivers and and uh, Matt Ryan players. Um, one of the disappointments, Larry, for me and you, we had high hopes and so many others. How many of y'all went out there and got them in periods for your fantasy team? And we were all excited. Not only did we get him, we put him in the starting lineup and learn what happened. Well, can we say, well, is it safe to say that the Colts got a good defense or did the uh, the Texans just abandon the run game? It was one of the two. He's um, He had a great preseason. We thought he was going to come out and rock. And then for the simple fact that the Colts didn't even have Shaq Leonard, everybody thought he was going to have a breakout game. Well, uh, that's, uh, they surely fooled us with that one. That's the reason why I started him because, oh, Shaq Leonard ain't out before. Oh, no, not against the Colts defense. Shaq Leonard out. Um, we, we're going to definitely run with him. But Matt Ryan should have told Lovey after the game, Lovey, I can tell you about not running the ball. I will forever be in the history books for the 28-3 and collapse from the Falcons Super Bowl against the Pats. Run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right, so moving on. Aaron Rodgers, man. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and the Vikings. Well, Aaron Rodgers, you brag about this and the double discount belt. And uh, I know it ain't all on you, on you, Aaron Rodgers, but you took all the money, bro. 
You're making 50, 50 million a year. Devontae Adams don't want to be around you because you can't make up your mind if you want to stay or not. And, uh, man, the Vikings just put it on, y'all. Kirk Cousins looked like he was going to the Hall of Fame, bro. And Justin Jefferson, he's still running touchdowns on y'all right now. <laughs> Facts, man. He had one hell of a game, man. He definitely have uh, uh, a great a great first outing. Uh, now, now we see why um, everybody was drafting him first round, first pick. I wish I had. He had, a, he had a heck of a game. But I can't. Like you say, you can't blame all that on Rodgers, man. When he came out and then he hit that right receiver, he has to open the drive and he just dropped that ball. Man, all you do is really just shake your head on that one. First game or not, you're getting that nice paycheck. You're an NFL professional. You got to catch the ball. And I'm going to tell you now, it's very few quarterbacks would have been able to put that ball over the head in his arms like that, except Aaron Rodgers. It was the perfect pass. It was beautiful. And the boy got the speed. He did everything right. Except he can't catch. <laughs> and that's, man, hey, and like he said in the little interview, man, listen, if you ain't going to catch, man, you ain't going to be on the field. <laughs> that's right. All right, so um, so the Packers got a lot of work to, to do. And, Larry, what you thought about that defense? When I say it's not all on Rodgers, so this is how we look, we're looking at this. So about the last three years, y'all done made Rodgers mad. Um, you went out there and got Jordan Love in the first round. The last two years, you went all defense. So you've been working this defense the last three years. You had me so excited to I drafted the Packers defense in every single league that I'm in because it's all supposed to look great on paper. The defense, oh, yeah. where was y'all last Sunday? Man, honestly, Pop, I, I, one thing I can say, um, that head coach they have, uh, he came from uh, the Rams. Man, when I tell you he he put Justin Jefferson in space and put him in all the right spots where he should have been in, it's just nothing they could do, man. He was man, man Justin he was, like out there broke, he probably still like to run the touchdowns on him. Justin Jefferson went out there and broke a record or came close to breaking Randy Moss week one Ricky record. Um he must have did a greedy ten times on him. <laughs> oh yeah, man. He had an excellent game. All right, so let's 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 move it on. And by the way. Um, I think we finally gonna have to probably give Kirk Cousins his due with with that new coach. And we always say he don't show up on the on the big games and whatever. Man, look like Kirk Cousins is really doing good, and I'm really shocked. So hats off to that head coach, as, as you mentioned. Now the Bengals, you're coming off the Super Bowl loss. You spent the whole off season working on the O line. You spent all your money on the O line, and, and I think even did some draft stuff. And then you come out and let the Pittsburgh defense sack Joe Burrow seven times. I don't even know how many times he was hit. I just know the sacks. What in the world is going on in Sam's Nation? Well, we just going to say they just haven't had time to jail because they did definitely go out there and spend a whole ton of money on that O-line. And, man, he Joe Burrow just had a – he came back, though. I got to give him credit. He came back in that uh, that fourth quarter, but them three quarters, they gave him per hell, man. Like you say, uh, what it was, six or seven sacks, five seven turnovers. Yeah, man, he had a bad outing. He did, but I mean, he 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 bailed the fantasy managers out because one thing we know about Ojo, he gonna keep swinging until the end. Oh yeah. So, well, we gonna see now because uh, I think uh, his one of his weapons, as in T Higgins, is not playing that week because he on the the concussion protocol. 
That is correct. That is correct. So that boy uh, might be able to do something. All right, people, we down to our last game. So Monday night football. Man, we're excited. We got our wings ready, and we're ready. Russell Wilson goes back to Seattle, Seattle to put revenge on him, but it wasn't quite like he thought. He come out there with this green, shiny suit on, looking like a lizard, <laughs> and uh, he goes out there, and instead of a standing ovation of everything he's done for the organization, they booed and booed and booed him. So Geno Smith, who hasn't started a game in eight years, that we thought he was on, you know, life support. He comes out there rocking. I mean, he shot. He made his first thirteen throws. He looked awesome. And, uh, and the Broncos never led in the game. They end up coming back, Larry, and they can actually win the game. They're they're down, I think, two points. Fourth and five, with like forty some seconds left. With all three timeouts, this new coach that came from the Packers, Nathaniel Hackett, um, Rogers OC, and we know who really called the plays over there, um, is the head coach over there, Matt, mm -hmm. Matt LeFleur. So he decided to bring the field goal kicker out to do a 64-yard field goal. Now, Russ is, is, is back at home. He has a record of 32 winning game drives, and you decide to bring a field goal kicker out who's zero and six for anything over 60 yards. In fact, only 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 two kicks have been successful out of 41 kicks over 60 yards. And we know the main one was Justin Tucker last year with the Raven. Now he's going in the Hall of Fame, but everybody not Justin Tucker. No. So Pete Carroll decides to freeze the, the kicker and he misses the field goal. Good thing he froze it. That was the time for the head coach to know then he couldn't make it. He goes out and tries it again. Fourth and five. Russell Wilson, 32 winning game drives and don't even give him a chance to win it on the home field that he left. How do you feel about that, Larry? I, honestly, I'm with you, man. You you goes out there, you pays Russell Wilson all this type of money. Over 200 uh, million, a quarter, a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah, and then you go out there and pay a guy this much money. So, obviously – you have all the all the confidence in him, but then you pretty much after that you tell him, "Hey man, this still our team." And so, hey, if we choose to kick it or, or whatever, but then he gonna come out into the media talking about, hey, uh, after I um I look at it and think about it now, we should have went for it. Come on, man, you knew you should have went for it in the beginning. He panicked. He panicked like Matt Lafleur did against Tampa. Going oh, yeah. on it on the field goal instead of letting Aaron Rodgers go for <laughs> fourth and three, fourth and five, basically the same thing. Uh, yeah, it's. It, I also blame Russell Wilson. He always in the public trying to be the little nice guy and all of that. That's okay, man. But he should have got in that coach face, man. This is my past squad, fourth and five. You pinned me. You brought me here for a reason. You hadn't had a good quarterback in, in the last nine years. Let me go out here and win this game for you. But he what didn't say think? a word instead. He's trying to make the coach happy. Well, I support his decision and whatever. I got the right to even question it, though. Because you know yeah. he ain't nothing but another player. No, he has the right to question it because it's a rookie head coach and with a rookie um, offensive coordinator. So he could have said, please. 
if we lose the game, put this on me. Let me go out there and try. I don't know if that conversation happened, but whatever it was, he wasn't adamant about it. True. And I think with him being playing for over 10 years, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers got the right to tell their coach, let me have it. That's true. At least uh, their resume, it, it speaks for themselves. You right. And, and, and so do Patrick Mahomes do now, too. And Justin Herbert going to be right behind him. Um, I'm gonna tell you what Coach Harbaugh did one time with Lamar on that on that big playoff game. I mean, oh yeah, I remember regular season game. He asked Lamar what he wanted to do. Yeah, do we feel comfortable with it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but, well, that's that's giving, but that's giving your player the trust and your team the trust. And so, hey, hey, I'm down with it. Yep. But out of all that, man, it was nice to see Geno Smith get a win. I'm happy for him. Um, happy for Pete Carroll, man. That that old man, well, I think he's 70, 71. He was running around like he was 18 years old. He was so happy. Something going on with him and Russ. Um, everybody else come to Russ and hug him. Him and DK Metcalf had a long conversation. They exchanged jerseys. They, you know, they signed each other jersey. Uh, everybody was loving Russ. Pete Carroll did not come to him before the game. And after the game, he said like one word and they asked him what did he say. He said, I told him good game. Pete Carroll ain't having none of that. <laughs> oh yeah, but I, I I don't appreciate you know all he's uh and Russ did a lot and for the and for that organization and for them to treat him like that, boo him and stuff like that. Man, he he brought y'all he gave y'all a Super Bowl and then took y'all back and with y'all coach called like the stupid play because you should have two of two of them back to back. But for what he done for the organization, turned that organization around. And for them fans that come out there and boo him, that was unappreciated. I agree, but I also understand the the fans a little bit too. You know how you know how that twelve out there feel, and they did their job because Larry they they fumbled the ball two times on you know around the goal line. Uh, the Broncos did, so the number those so the number twelve fans they were in effect. But the main thing that I got that we have to realize about the fans. Nobody wanted Russell to leave. They didn't ask him to leave. They wanted him to stay. Pete Carroll wanted him to stay. Russell wanted to leave. So may not be fair, but I kind of understand the other side too. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with it. Well, do you think the Patriots fans, uh, and do you think it would have been right for them to boo Tom Brady when he went back down? That is a good point. I mean, the Patriots fan. I mean, they gave him a standing ovation. I, I didn't hear not one single boo. <laughs> well, he did give him six championships, and you know, <laughs> yeah, that, you know that might have something to do with it too. So, yeah, that's true. Um, well, man, I'm yeah. like this. Hey, if the guy brought us at least one, man, he's all right in my book. Is it, look talking about one? Is there one and only? Oh yeah, that's true. And and at least he, he got him back the second time. Yeah, um, he actually, man, he brought back Seattle, man. Listen, like before Seattle got the Seattle was nothing. They did have the Legion of Boom, but still, they wasn't uh they couldn't turn the team around. It, uh that team turned around and once Russell Wilson got there. Yeah, other than that one playoff win with Marshawn Lynch where he had the run of the century. That's all. That's all Seattle was, but they were starting to get things built up. Then, um, well, people, this is our week one podcast. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We are definitely looking forward to the um, what is it, Larry? The Chiefs and the Chargers Thursday night. Oh yeah, that is going to be. 
an awesome game. You guys don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss our podcast next week when we discuss that game. I really believe that it's going to be some fireworks. I mean, yes, sir. I cannot love Justin AFC Herbert. West, man. They already said that's the best division, and I got to agree with it. That's right. I can't you not love Justin Herbert and that Patty Mahomes. Look, guys, he get enough praises as it is. We got some family members just can't stop talking about him. But he did have an awesome game, five TDs. So it's 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 going to be nice. And Herbert, he, he is actually, actually paving his way. However, losing Keenan Allen is a is, is a big loss right now. Yeah, that's a man. That's a major loss. But hey, man, as they always say, man, and next man up. So they're gonna have to find a way. That's right. All right, people. We'll see you next week. What about it, Larry? Yes, sir, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Like, uh, uh, and please like and you know, s- subscribe to us. Uh, we'll be back. That's right. Subscribe and listen and help promote us. Thank you. We out.